You there? Hi, I'm here. Okay. So um, I did notice that we're able to um, go back and cut and stuff. So yeah, we can edit it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll just start with kind of describing in a sense of what we're trying to make this be. Um, So it's our first podcast. Yes. Adriana. Hey. Uh, It's going to be very different talking, knowing that possibly, oh, I don't know, two people are listening. Um, so basically the idea of our podcast is just two girls shooting the shit. If you don't like swearing and you don't like kind of deep <laughs> conversations with women with strong opinions then stop <laughs> listening now because that's who we are. Yep. And I feel like we have become stronger women because it almost needs, somebody needs to say something because, you know, <laughs> the first topic will really explain it, won't it? Why yep. we're yeah. Well. Stronger and more outspoken. Well, and, there comes to a point where we have to be. There's, like, no other choice but to get to this breaking point where someone's going to have to speak out against, like, what's going on. <laughs> I like how we're, like, speak out against it. Like, it's just such a terrible thing, but it is. <laughs> but it's, it comes to the point where it's, it, it is, though, because it's, like, ludicrous the way things are happening right now between yeah. men and women. So I think a lot of people are realizing it, though, but they just don't want to really speak up again about it in, in a well, sense. Well, I think we're in interesting times where – people are viewing things but not doing anything about it you know I think what, what's it called the iron ages or something where literally people are watching things happen and no one does anything we're in that era of watch be disgusted for three seconds and then scroll past whatever's happening and I think that's coming across yes. with so many so many things and for those of us who are noticing it and not liking it we're speaking up about it because nothing changes if you're not going to talk about it, no matter what the topic is. So this is our first topic that we decided to talk about is how women are craving the masculine man. And basically it's almost like an art that's lost, you know? Um, So we're not professionals of any sort. We're not claiming to know everything. We're not writing a thesis on this. We're just (laughs) eventually, (laughs) eventually it'll probably happen. Going to go back and finish my second degree. Um, but yeah, it's just women's perspective, uh, sneak peek for men if they want to learn about what women actually think in 2018 about them and how they're handling things and how we are feeling about the dating world. So we're going to touch on um, a couple points each as to what we're noticing. We're going to try to keep this under an hour. So it's uh, 10.07. We both mm-hmm. like to talk. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yes, did you want to start off, Adriana, with your viewpoint about the loss of the masculine man and what we're noticing in 2018? Sure. Um, so the things that I've noticed, I guess it just comes a lot from my travels. I mean, I lived in a lot of different places all over the U.S. And I also lived abroad in Europe. So I definitely have noticed different um, ways the dynamics between men and women are expressed in masculinity. And from what I'm noticing now... And the dating culture and with men is that they just have lost a lot of what it means to be masculine. (laughs) And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they don't really have any sort of mentors. And the only way they're gaining their own sense of self is from culture Mm -hmm. and from the other men that they're surrounded by. And they're thinking that what they learned in college, you know, what they learned from the media that's what a real man is. Right. That's how they're going to get a good woman. And a lot of the times when they're coming from that space, they're not even attracting the woman that they want. No. 
And do you do you think that a lot of men these days don't even know what it is they want? That's kind of been a common denominator that I'm noticing when I speak to a lot of, you know, male friends of mine or when I've been on dates and we're kind of talking about what it is that you're looking for. And a lot of them have no clue. Like they're not even self-aware enough to know what it is that they want. So they're yeah. skimming the surface. And I'm like, if you don't know who you are and what you want, how the heck are you going to find it? It's like going for a treasure hunt without a map. <laughs> well, right? I think, I think, well, a lot of, you know, men and women are obviously built differently. And I think a lot of men, um, they at first will come at a woman with, I'm sure a lot of them, most of them do have pure intentions, but once it gets deeper to that level of emotional intimacy, or really commitments and them having to do the work, which is emotional work, which is building with someone, which is actually caring for another person. I think that there's this kind of disconnect where they don't know exactly how to step up in that realm. So when it comes to being sexual with a woman, having fun, uh, you know, just having fun dates with her, there, you know, most people are conditioned to stay at just at that level. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, you know, until until someone, until a man maybe has some sort of experience in his life that uh, awakens him, some sort of like trauma or, or heartbreak, and he realizes the importance of the feminine in his life, it, it's going to be really difficult for them to break through and really know what they want, I think. True. And then we get to the point that you and I also wanted to touch base on, which is now the trend of the overly sensitive new age man there's like two types that exist and what I think women in 2018 want is a combination of the two and so you either get the brute who has no idea he's a little bit too caveman he's you know um completely mm -hmm. lost he's just looking for casual sex yeah I'm gonna swipe left and I'm gonna fuck <laughs> this girl tonight you know? like, okay dude like and eventually, I don't care what you say and how many, you know, women you fucked. I am absolutely certain that you get home at night and you feel yeah. empty. I don't yeah. give a shit who you shell if you're filling it with a bunch of casual sex. Because that is not ultimately what people are craving. No matter no. what, I think we're craving a true, true connection. So you have that guy who has no idea how to get in touch with his feminine side ask himself some deeper questions. Why is this enough for me? Why, why am I sleeping around and not finding any real solid connection? Why am I not respecting myself or women? And so you got that side and then you go to the complete opposite where I think some of the men are swinging to the opposite end of the spectrum. So it's like this big pendulum from left to right mm. to overly sensitive man. And now we're seeing such a big, big spike of new age oversensitive spiritual consciousness guy who mm -hmm. um you know many women might have at first like found themselves attracted to it because you're thinking wow i can have deep conversations <laughs> and it's spirituality and how in you know it's so enlightening it's almost being best like my best friend my gay best friend from high school where i could <laughs> he's a dude but i can talk to him about everything but here's the yeah. thing they've taken it so far that they've lost their masculinity and that's not sexy no, it to be a combination. The masculine and the feminine energy combines together to create a man who still makes us feel like, wow, you know, he's going to be in charge. He's going to make me feel safe. He's going to, you know, take the lead in the areas that matter to me. And then at the same time, if I need him to be open, I need him to cry or I need him to feel me. He's able to do that. Mm -hmm. But don't be in that sensitive realm the entire 
24 hours of a day because that doesn't work for women either. You've lost your true masculinity and that's a turnoff, right? That's a huge, that's a huge, huge, huge turnoff. Um, I think men don't get that. No, they don't. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like a lot of these men, they've kind of gone throughout their whole entire lives living in that imprisonment, maybe of like that fake overly brute masculine. Maybe they learned that from their fathers. Right. And, you know, the baby boomer generations, the generations before that, where it was very um, not in the open to express your emotions. And if you did, you were called like a sissy Mm -hmm. and you weren't allowed to be in that space at all. Right. So you know what? Don't you feel that created a lot of broken men? A lot of broken men. And then here we are as women trying to, you know, help them open up and become self-aware. That also is a whole other topic, but that creates men with addictions. That creates a lot of, a lot of issues, men who can't even have a proper relationship. So you're right. Like we went from there to someone going to the opposite end to try to maybe find healing. Right. Well, that, well, what, what has happened is like after the baby boomer generation, you have like the sixties and seventies, which is, you know, more where people want to become more self-aware and conscious and to be more in touch with their feminine side. A lot of the men, and what I, what happened after that is like a lot of a lot of masculinity. Like people just didn't really go back to the the middle space. Like even right. it's like we have like a, a reemergence of like the seventies or sixties right now. It's like a lot of men I see. Well, I see in America, you know, or the conscious community people yes. on the West Coast, especially when I lived out in California. Uh, I met, you know, I was in a lot of circles with a lot of spiritual people, a lot of these spiritual men, which obviously, like, I really love. I love someone that's in touch with their heart. I think most women want that. Uh, however, you know, like you stated, there is a, there is a, there's a point where they they become overly feminized. Yeah. Like, and dude, don't cry more than I cry. <laughs> crying is fine. No, that's like, crying, crying is, is okay. But I want that to be, like, in our space and in, yeah. in the context of... Uh, you know, when, when we're having those deeper conversations and when there needs to be healing. However, you know, when you're starting to attract a woman at first, you know, don't, you don't want to come out her with no. your feminine energy. And if, you know, if you're coming out her with this like yin, um, a lot of emotions, like straight, straight away in a sense where you're like crying, that is, you know, that is supposed to be in a space when you guys are, are together. And I think a lot of these men, they go into the spiritual communities because they, they want to become uh, a fully embodied person. But then like, like we said, they end up losing their masculinity and they don't, they don't come back to that middle ground. And I think it's, it's, you know, for the men who may be listening, maybe all one of you. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just kidding. Eventually this will be really popular. I think it's the same like when a man doesn't want an overly, you know, strong woman um, who's emasculates him or whatever. Like you mm-hmm. don't, you don't want the woman who's like, yeah, don't hold my door. It's okay. I'm not this. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell you what to do. That's no most American wants- women though. But like, American, American women have been conditioned to now be that, you know, it's I like, know, it's almost like, I'm a, I'm a boss bitch. Everyone look at me. I'm such a bitch. I'm a boss babe. Like everything now is like, yeah. so if yeah. you're not this woman, who's like this ridiculously, uh, somewhat masculine, I like a lot of these women are now, they are emasculating. Absolutely. But here's the thing. I think the, bo- the bottom line to this is that finding the balance, like I can yeah. be a boss babe and need my man. I can be an independent woman 
who got, does all her own shit without needing you, but I still want you. And if you are in my life, I want you to still play that role as that masculine energy. And I'm going to play the role as a feminine energy. And together, you know, we can create something amazing. We bring forth your masculinity, my femininity, which, you know, at, at the same time, they mesh. Every person has both feminine and masculine mm-hmm. energy in them. And mm-hmm. I think, but that, that was my point, you know, with the women that are too much in that area. And I know a few of them who, you know, really don't let the man still stand on his stone two feet and be a man. And they're kind of running the show. And I got to say that I, I find those men, they, they don't look that happy if the mm-hmm. woman is running all of it. And then the woman secretly resents him for not doing it or sticking up for himself. But yet there's this weird control dynamic, right? So you lose, you lose like the essence of who you truly are. And, and I think if you're able to get in touch with that as a woman, it's like, okay, I can be both. I can be soft Mm. and I can be strong. And for the man, he can be strong and he can be soft because that's what we ultimately, ultimately want. We want the, those energies to mesh together. But I Mm. think there's this weird line where it's been lost and it's going from one extreme to the next and extremes, they don't work for the long haul. You're going to find that people are going to be like confused with what the hell we're having right now. And I'm confused. There's a lot of knowledge that people uh, aren't aware of, of our society and why things turned out the way they did. And yeah, we, we all have the masculine and feminine within us and when you when you see those women who are emasculating the men or are very much in their dominant um feminine space where it's almost like they're trying to become men it's because their their feminine energy is wounded and Mm -hmm. when you're someone uh, if you're a woman who has been abused ever or cheated on or left or has traumas in those kind of ways it's you're not going to want to be in your feminine because the feminine is very vulnerable Right. So it's easier to just be like, oh, I could do everything on my own. I don't need a man. Oh, what are yeah. what, I'll go hold my own door. <laughs> hold my own door. What are you doing? You know, um, yeah. there's there's a lot of disconnects because a lot of people didn't have, like we said, we, they didn't have the mentors growing up. They didn't have the proper family dynamics, probably. Mm-hmm. Most of these people, um, so much con- there's so much conditioning going on around um femininity and masculinity and what it's supposed to mean so everyone is kind of like really vacillating and and very confused in those spaces and how to connect with someone um and I think that at the end of the day we still want we you know as women we still want someone that is going to really be uh, a safe space for us absolutely for sure you know, I don't care how how strong or tough or independent we are. Yeah. Um. In I still would prefer to be with a man who makes me feel, you know, safe and mm-hmm. who ultimately, uh, you know, it, it's just again, it comes down to that balance. Like, there's things I can't do, and I don't care. Um, I can learn a lot. I do most things on my own, but of course, it's much easier if a man does certain things because he's built differently and we're supposed to need each other. And the problem we're facing now is no one needs each other. You know, like let's look back to yeah. the 50s where yeah. you went to that, that air, you know, the man went to work 
And let's face it, back then, you know, one wage was covering um, a household of four, right? So the woman could stay home. She was able to take care of the kids. And her job was keeping house and cooking and uh, taking care of the children. And he provided the, the income for that home. So there was this needing of one another. I need you to bring home the bacon. And he needs her to iron his shirt and whatever. Of course, we can go on the whole feminist thing and, you know, women are yeah. able to do a lot more. But the problem became that all of a sudden here I am and I don't need you because I can make my own money. And he doesn't need me because he doesn't even need me to iron his shirt. He can iron his own shirt. He can cook. He can get meal prep sent to his house. Nobody needs one another. So all of a sudden it's like, what do you have to offer me? Because what I once upon a time needed, what my parents needed we don't need today in 2018. So what are you bringing to the table? And people are sitting there and thinking, I don't even know what I'm bringing to the table because you don't actually need me. So the, the desire of what we're seeking now has changed. And I'm not even sure if anybody really knows what to do with each other if we don't need one another. That's so false, though. That's like such a false society programming because society... Society is going to break apart these structures or these dynamics, which are actually create a healthier society. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're going to deny biology because biology, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at the men and women, you know, we're obviously created differently. We're meant for each other for a reason, you know, right. even in spirituality, you know, like men and women were created for one each other, for one another. Um, so, you know, you, you now society breaks apart. So the family unit now, you know, you look at divorce rates, you look at the statistics of marriage, which is like very low because right. people are, people are marrying later if they do. And I think what people are now having these expectations, which I think, again, I think it, it, it has a lot to do with expectations of what we desire from people. And I think a lot of it has become somewhat unrealistic. And I think in the fifties generation, it was more about, okay, we're going to sacrifice for one each other for one, for one another, because we love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're, you, we have this kind of bond that's like familiar and I love you. So I want to do something for you. Now it's like, what are you doing for me? What are you bringing to me? How sexy can you be? How, um, enlightened are you? It's like people, I think people are kind of a little bit, maybe, um, a little bit too entitled for what they want right. from another person. And, and at the same time, they're, they're lazy and they're like, lazy. What can yeah. I take from you? But I have actually, yeah. I'm not even going to offer anything to you. Yeah. And a lot of people are jaded. You Taking. Know, marriages don't work. And, you know, we're talking in different generations too. Like, obviously, you know, there's 20s, 30s, 40s. We're talking different stages in life. Some of us have been married. Some, have been, some of us are married. Some are divorced. But there's this, like, nobody has anything to offer in a way. And, and they, they're looking what they can receive. And that really mm-hmm. never works either. And I notice too, when I'm, if I'm dating somebody now, and if I'm interested in them, serious about them, I start looking at what can we build together? Cause yeah. I don't need you to take me out for dinner. I take myself out for dinner. <laughs> exactly. I, I cook my own my dinner. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I've, I've got my sit down packed. I cook my own dinner or I can buy my own dinner, but I'm looking at, okay, together, do we share similar values? Mm -hmm. Do we, are we going in the same direction? And I'm looking at creating an amazing life for myself. That is who I am. So I look at someone and thinking, do we have similar goals and can we merge something together? I'm not saying it needs to be marriage in this day and age. I don't even know if I ever care for that. However, Mm -hmm why don't we, you know, buy an investment property together or how about start a side business together? I still want to mesh our two energies and create something because there's strength in numbers. 
and I can do things on my own, but you know, that's the problem now. Everybody's doing anything, everything on their own. There's lack of community. There's lack of support. Even relationships are lacking in that. And then it brings us to the other point that I kind of want to touch on is how along the laziness with (laughs) online dating and social media has created an even lazier unmasculine man. Well, when you, when anything in life, when it's given to you easily and you don't have to work for it is going to create a lazy human and lazy humans in general. So like, um, after, you know, I don't want to bring up feminism again, because I'm talking about third wave. Everyone's going to get angry at me. I'm not talking about first wave feminism. I'm talking about third wave, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, once third wave feminism was created, a lot of women are like, Oh, I'm sexually empowered. I'm just going to sleep with whoever, you know, I'm not going to really, uh, you see my body as you know a lot of people like they don't really see their body as a temple in that way anymore you know so mm-hmm. so when people have easy access to online dating tinder all these profiles facebook instagram i mean people are just crazy just messaging all these people everyone's out there sexually so when someone could just go on three different apps in one day and, and message like 20 different people and then be right. open why why is anyone going to think about oh I'm, I'm going to sacrifice for someone. I want, I'm going to build something greater in society. Right. They're going to think like, Oh, I'm, or, do I or I'm going to get off my couch and actually meet her and take her in for person. dinner. Or I'm yeah. going to call her like, wow, calling somebody now. It's like, you know what? If you're only texting or messaging me on messenger or whatever, it's like, I'm going to get bored of you because I actually am craving substance. So this surface level shit about like, Hey, I'll send you an odd text and, you know, telling you you look great in your photo or whatever. No, you know what? That's boring me. That's boring me as fuck. Yeah, but women are accepting this. Yeah, but women are accepting this. This this low value. It's it's low value behavior. Well, it's low value. And everyone has, a lot of women have lost their true worth and their true sense of what it means to be a woman. It's so degraded nowadays where it's all back to just, you know, sex again, where it's just a thing where it's like, you know, Oh, this man's giving me this sexual attention. Oh, he's messaging me. That doesn't do mean think, anything. Do you think, though, it's much different? I think it's just become easier for both men and women to get casual sex. I think it's probably always been there. Um, you know, there's always been women who, uh, you know, and again, I don't judge to each their own. It's, it's not my thing. But there have always been women who will meet someone and they just like a lot of men are looking for that's the fine physical side of thing right that, so- if you want that that is fine but what's in it's what's it, the thing is there are a lot of people that are looking for something more and a lot of right. these people when they know you're looking for something more they're still coming at you with with you know that energy which is just right. the which sexuality is, right and- they think all it takes is you know hit you up and and suddenly whatever well i'm going to yeah. tell you my experience with tinder i lasted five minutes five minutes a few years ago when I first kind of was in this single world and I was like okay so this is what all the young kids are doing so I get myself the tinder app and I open it up and Mm -hmm. I no joke I'm looking at this and I'm just swiping and I thought are you fucking kidding me so people just are looking at photos and that's enough for them like that's it and then of course you know when I spoke to a few of my single friends and they're like oh yeah it's great if you just want to like hook up and fuck someone tonight I'm like yeah no that's my idea of uh not a good time like and so I I deleted it within five minutes I thought I want to actually know the person's real name I would like to know what your values are and morals do you have anything intelligent to say like exactly now I get it if you're looking for casual sex get tinder 
sure. But we're talking about relationships. And if you want a true relationship, I'm not sure online dating, you know, provides it that as a great place. Now, obviously, you know, side note be- before people say, well, that's not true. I've met my husband on there. Of course, that's possible. Of course, you can have amazing relationships. Of course, you can find your husband on there. But as a whole, I think it's a lot of people looking for casual stuff, a lot of broken people who are straight out of relationships, who are looking to fill their void, diving right in. Void fillers. Void fillers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And listen, especially when they're free apps. Free apps? Oh, free? Forget about it. Don't even... Don't even don't, bother. If people don't go on free, free apps, apps. if people are going to free apps a second to find true love, so no. silly. Okay, I mean, but it does exist. I do know people who found true love. It does happen. No, for sure. I think that you obviously. It's I really just rare, believe, right? It's very rare. No, I think yeah. people have met their soulmates online and stuff, and on sure. Facebook or Instagram yeah. or other online apps for sure. Yeah. But if you're at that space where you know, you're just bored and lonely and you're just thinking, okay, I'm going to go on this free app and I think I'm going to find love. You know, a lot of those people, I think, uh, you know, women and men have to realize are predators. They're looking for, because I'm serious though. Like a lot of these people, not all of them have your best interest in mind. You know, a lot of people are kind of naive as to dating and how other people can be because a lot of people go on dating apps once they're in a very vulnerable state in their life. For sure. Sure. So they're looking for someone. People know they're looking for someone. A lot of people will also try to pretend they're something that they're not. I mean, a lot of us do that. You know, we want to yeah. be perceived as um, greater than in a lot of ways, maybe that we're not doing so well in our lives. And so you can go on these dating apps and these people will, will uh, tell you things about themselves, about the future, what they're looking for. And it might not be true. So there needs yeah. to be like a, a level of like vetting people. And I just, I don't think it's really the best way and I think it's another way to keep people isolated isolated for sure and that is the big thing we're lacking true connection and it's completely lost in this day and age and perhaps that's part of the reason why people are actually you know losing the essence of their of who they are that true masculinity they don't nobody has a place anywhere anymore we're all kind of on the surface level stuff you know online dating social media um, you know, just getting together with someone in real life is so rare. Um, and more and more vulnerable because, you yeah. know, you have to meet per- person in real life. You actually have to have a real conversation with them. They might, you know, want to get to know you and your emotions and, but and what you're doing in life. Here's the thing, though, that, you know, I love about meeting someone in real life. And I think you and I have touched on this, you know, like offline, obviously, is that, you know, chemistry is something that can't be explained, but you can feel it within 30 seconds of meeting someone. Yes. And the problem with online is that you have this image of somebody that you've created. It's kind of make believe. Positive projection. We're putting our best foot forward. Like I'm not putting a photo of myself where I rolled out of bed. Um, I will. I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) No, I mean, I, I, you know, you you can, but that's kind of not what we're. Nobody does that, you know. So no, in real life, I love when you just kind of look across the room and you just catch a glimpse with somebody and you see there's that mutual attraction and you know it within one second of looking at each other that yep. you're both attracted to each other. Now that's such a thrilling one second interaction. And then, you know, if you get to talk and you all of a sudden realize, wow, there's something here mm-hmm. that, that's chemistry, that's chemistry. And there is yeah. no rhyme or reason or logic that makes sense as to why with this person am I attracted and I want something here. Um, 
in the Pher- pheromones, of- pheromones, pheromones, energy. Sure. <laughs> but that you can't yeah. get online, right? So no, you can't. And but here's this here's the shitty part. I've had those experiences where I'm somewhere and I'm actually talking to somebody and I can tell they're attracted to me and I find them attractive and we're getting along, we're joking. And then the dude just says, okay, great. Have a nice weekend. I'm like, aren't you going to for my number? Like I am, a, I can completely see that you were, you were interested to me and interested. Yeah. And so now I'm like, what, what is going on? So the only people that message you is online and that's pointless because ultimately I don't even know if we're going to like each other in real life. You may not like the way I hold my fork. I may not like the way you yeah. do your salad. I don't know. But-, but that's the thing, again, is like the, the entitlement, the expectations of people. You know, it's, it's again, we're, we're not perfect. No one's going to be perfect. And a lot of people, like, there's so many images online on Instagram, Facebook, where they always put the pictures of them looking perfect. Like we yeah. said, I'm not putting the picture of me rolling out of bed or um, – you know, no makeup on. Well, it's the best foot forward theory, right? It's like, if I'm going to a job interview, I'm not going there in my track. No. Walmart track pants, which I'm wearing right now. I haven't even showered yet. If people would see me, I'm looking so, so good. But you know, that's not what I'm going to do if I'm going to an interview. So social media is similar to that. Like I'm putting what I want to put out there. Yeah. Online dating, I'm putting my best picture, which nowadays, yeah, everybody's filtering, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, I, I always say to men too, if you think she looks exactly like that, you're a fool. We don't know what you look like in real life either because often no idea. they're not maybe filtering, but they're putting an older picture or it's a really bad photo or we don't know how tall they are. There are so yeah. many things that go into play with photos and online dating that you lower those expectations. Don't expect me to look like my fucking picture. And, and we're not, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're real women, you know, we we're, women. we're human. We're not just these, okay. That's the other new age thing that bothers me is like, uh, you know, when you get into this whole divine masculine, divine feminine thing, and like, you're a God, like women are goddesses. Yeah. Okay. Maybe in some way, like we are the archetype of goddess in a lot of ways, but we're, we're, we're human, you know, like, I want you to see me as a person. Yeah. Like I'm a real being and I'm not going to look perfect and I'm not going to be perfect. For sure. And, and I've met guys online and they're, you know, they're going on about like, oh, you know, how I look in my photos, for instance. And I said, you know, you need to humanize me. Yeah. I am not what you think I am. Like you have a fantasy <laughs> based on that photo. <laughs> it's fantasy too. based on photos. Isn't that so ridiculous? It's two-dimensional. It is. Like you don't yeah. know truly what I look like. And sure, we can, you know, and that's the thing too. Online dating, I'm huge on like, let's get on video. Let's let's get on video before as we soon meet. as possible. Yeah. yeah, as soon as possible. I want I want mm. you to see me for who I truly am in normal light. Like you will see me when we meet and I want to see you. And if it's still there, then that at least breaks that ice of like, oh, my God. The, one of the last dates I went on a few mm. months back because I haven't been dating at all because it's been really awesome. I was so nervous. I broke out in hives. Hives. Wow. Because I had seen photos and we had been talking for a couple months and he was, you know, amazing, smart guy, a lot going for him. Mm. And I thought, what if I get there and this all just goes downhill in the, you know, that first five 
seconds where you're you you know within five seconds if this is absolutely if, if this dude's fuckable absolutely. if he's oh. relationship material i don't care, uh, right? relationship material yeah for sure yeah and i say yeah. fuckable because ultimately if he's not he will never make it to relationship. no you so want you want to have good sex with the person you want to be with come on well you yeah. want to be attracted right so of course that's yeah. when i say fuckable precursor i'm not saying that i'm sleep on a sure ever, sure ever marquetta <laughs> <laughs> never done yeah. it in my life it's just not again i don't judge ladies i don't judge but it is no not, i don't i don't judge thing. either just just know just know you know what's going to come along with that that's all well you're not on that date because you're looking for a bosom buddy you're on that date because you're hoping you're going to connect and that their yeah. chemistry is going to be so where you're going to want to make that into a relationship which is obviously eventually sleeping together so yes you don't know that and it made me so nervous I was literally like I got there first and I ordered a drink <laughs> and I'm like liquid courage liquid courage because I had to like completely stop my brain from freaking out about the fact that we've had great conversations for, you know, quite a while now and we like each other. Mm. And if it's not there, it's kind of like that, you know, like what? So luckily it was okay. You know, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It was, Mm. it was decent enough to, you know, to date him a couple more times before I realized it wasn't a match, but, um, that's the problem with online dating, which maybe we're going a little off course with the whole masculine thing. But I think more people need to approach women in real life again. Yes, that's well, that's the cultural thing, which I was speaking to in the beginning, which uh, all over the world, there's different cultures and different sort of dynamics between men and women as far as how they approach relationships and community. And I think, you know, I, my ancestry is Italian, you know, all my family's from Italy and you know, a lot of the culture there and my grandparents, you know, the men, you know, they approached the women that they wanted. You know, they were yeah. very even they're, they're very passionate, they're very sensual. But, you know, when they want someone they 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 would go after it. And that's and sexy. That's fucking that is sexy. sexy. That's that is way sexier. I've had that's, guys say to me that they need me to uh, to like give them lots of attention and approach them and, and call first and stuff because it, it makes them feel wanted. And I was like, that's the feminine. They're in their feminine energy. The feminine. I'm like, that's lazy feminine. Listen, I'm a very attentive person. You don't have yeah. to worry about me being that girlfriend that doesn't call or isn't attentive. I am very attentive, but in the beginning, when not we're, in the beginning, not, you know, in the beginning, I need you to chase me. Like I want you to chase me because I want to know that you see me as something worth fucking chasing not just like oh well if you're waiting for me to call guess what i'm thinking gents i'm thinking you're messaging 80 other women and you're calling or you're interested in other women and so then i'm somewhere on the list no no woman wants that no no one wants wants to be just on i refuse to be on someone's list because you know they think they can get all these different women or you know their ego is just so blown up that they're just but you sadly, know, they, they can't. Yeah. Sadly, I think this guy maybe genuinely was interested. Uh, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But he was looking for me to pursue him harder. And he may have not had anyone really that he was as interested in. But because he wasn't chasing me or pursuing me with his masculine side, the way I as a feminine woman want, then I automatically put him in the, you know what? Maybe he's just not that into me and I'm not going to chase. And that's just, it's just not what I do. So it turned me off because then also 
on some level, if he's not pursuing me, and I'm going to say this as a bold comment, mm. but um, I find if a man isn't already focused, strong, going after me, then I already picture him being a little bit vanilla in the bedroom. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> Truthfully. Absolutely. I agree. No, I totally agree Masculinity, with you. Masculinity. I yeah. know we said we wouldn't touch base on sex in this first conversation. It's okay. We're, we we we're going to keep it very <laughs> surface level because that's a whole other topic and it is our first, is. first podcast and I, that's a completely different topic. But ultimately, when a woman is seeing that you're a masculine, strong man, she is also thinking about you in that way. And if you are, you know, passive, then mm-hmm. we're going to think you're passive in all areas. And that just is a turn turnoff for women. It really is. We want to feel that you're taking the lead, that you're in control and you know how to do it. And, and it if makes... you know how to do it in day-to-day life, you probably know, know how to do it in other areas that matter to us. Exactly. Yeah. It's just women, we don't, we don't get turned on by us having to chase, by us having no. to pursue, uh, by us feeling like we're just – Oh, one of a thousand options. Yeah, it, sure. it doesn't. It doesn't make us feel feminine. And and nowadays, there's so we're living in a. We, you know, we, for a long time, we've been living in uh, a world which is it's very masculine. You know, like I, I feel like for myself, I've done so much deep inner healing work, and I've come to so many points of. There were so many moments of sadness where I realized that I'm just like, where's my space? Like, where's my safe space to feel feminine in this in this world? You know. I have to create that within myself for well, sure. Do you think that's something that, that, you know, we're craving in a relationship? Yeah. Yes. Because right? it's the place where you could actually drop, you yeah. know, because the rest of the world is not really um, appreciative of the feminine qualities. It's more appreciative okay. of being, you know, I it, just had an aha moment. Okay. This is a big one. This, this, this drop download coming. What's, the what is success it? of 50 shades of gray. Why? Because women are wearing the pants day to fucking day. So then when we get into one arena, I don't want that. Him, well, I'm not saying right to that extent. I have to go all the way there. But yeah. I'm saying the success of that speaks volumes. What does he show? He is completely dominant. He is completely like, the, okay, by the way, though, that's a, a whole other story. <laughs> There's so many stories. That. There are so many stories we could go. This is such an ADD conversation. So I'm going to put it out there that no, Fifty Shades of Grey is not a good measure of, you know, that whole thing. If you speak to anybody who's into that culture, we'll say it was a poor representation of what a relationship is like that. However, I think the success of that is, again, the craving of that masculine energy where he is in control. At least when you are in a relationship and the man is in charge, what does that make you feel? It makes you feel feminine and you can be safe and you can be fragile and who doesn't want for a little while to feel like that with their man? Like he's just going to kind of, you know, scoop me up and just take care of something for me for a change, whether that's emotionally, mentally, you know, sexually, whatever. That is really, really attractive to feel vulnerable with him. And you can only feel vulnerable when he is strong and he allows you to be weak. And we are so strong as women day to day doing everything now on our own. Well, that- women have to be men and women nowadays. How is that even fair? Like, I'm but sorry, but how is it even right that we have to be and all the, you know, I've been on dates, uh, whatever the past couple of years and a man in like the first 10 minutes asked me how much I made, right. you know, like kind of like the sense of uh, seeing. Yeah. It's like, almost like he wants me to pay my bills. Like, 
you know, if, if that's something you have to ask in the first 10 minutes, it's just, then it, that's a huge turnoff for me because I'm, I'm just, you know, he's not asking other things about my heart and my qualities as a woman and other things, but he's, but at the same time, that person's not in that, in that state. He's not in that awareness. Of, but don't you feel that guy would totally spew equality right there? He's probably thinking this is, this is what women want. They want equal rights. So this is what I make. How do you make you want to split the pill, split the bill? Let's go Dutch, right? This is the whole other thing. There's a great confusion as to how men are even supposed to act today. Does she Mm -hmm. want to go Dutch? Uh, You know, does she, she, she's a strong feminism. uh, Most women really, they don't, they don't. I'll just put it out there right now. Most women want you, especially in the beginning, they, some women, their whole relationship, but, but in the beginning, especially they want to be courted. They want yeah. to be the ones taken out on the date. And for sure, it's just, it's just more of a appreciation. It's not about the money. It's more about the appreciation and value. It's again, value. If I, if I, sorry, go ahead. If, if I'm, if I'm at the end of the date with a man and he's like, okay, how are we splitting this? Turn off, turn off. Yeah, totally turned off. Most Absolutely, turned I off feel like right I feel away. Like, excuse me while I go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna roll off this chair right now and like dodge, yeah. dodge yeah, the door. But here's this the thing: okay, so one of my friends gave me a good perspective on this. We were talking about dating, and he said, "You know what?" He's like, "I am old school. I pay for dates, and he's lovely. We're just friends. He's he's paid for me even when we go out, just as friends." Now he said to me, "The problem with online dating is." He said, you go out to dinner and these girls end up being a disappointment because there's one, no chemistry or they didn't represent themselves the way they thought online. And so Mm -hmm. he's like, you're going on so many first dates that don't lead to second. And he's not cheap by any means. And he said, it becomes really expensive when you're Mm -hmm. dating with online dating because you don't know if you have chemistry. So you're meeting this woman for dinner. All of a sudden, you know, 150 bucks later or whatever. And, 150. Um, where is he taking them? You don't have to go and think that expensive. No, but That's I'm crazy. saying like it's happening. Yeah. I know another one of my friends said that she like you know ordered all the expensive shit on the menu, and he's like, and then she got pissed drunk and puked <laughs> in the back of the cab, and he was just like, that was That's a terrible. Date. And I think it's hilarious though. This is what's out there. So a lot of the guys now don't want to pay because they're thinking, I'm not even sure I'm going to feel it with her. I'm spending so much money on all these first dates with online dating. So a lot of them are just doing coffee dates or just meet for one drink. Um, I, I don't, I don't, you know, still. I don't, I'm not really I, a fan. I'm, I'm not, not a fan, a fan. of the, if, if a man wants to take a woman on a coffee date or a drink date first, I, I suggest most of those women tell that guy goodbye. Only because I just don't feel like, it, it just seems more like a friend thing, especially drink, an alcoholic drink. I just, that for me, it's, it just seems kind of cheesy. Uh, it's also, again, like the whole value thing, it seems very low value. At least bring her. But at least he—he's doing that for a reason because he's already going in thinking this is going to be date date number fifteen. That's going to be a dud. Well, you know what? All these chicks' dinner. He's going to be broke. Vet. He need. Well, then maybe he needs to become smarter and vet these women before he goes on a date. Better, like online. Maybe Skype them. Yeah. uh, Before he, you know, accepts or takes them out on dates. Uh, You know, maybe yes, he will bring them out to dinner. Focus. Focus, focus on, on one fucking focus on one at a time and don't also, swipe left for 80 of them and then bitch you gotta pay for their drink and then coffee. also again it's well it comes back to the thing which online apps is is he using and right. also is he is he trying to meet people in person and you know i i just i just think that yeah a lot of people they'll they'll complain because they'll go on all these dates and say you know i don't want to 
take a woman out anymore. That's why I can't do online dating. I just can't do it. It's it feels like a disappointment from the very first swipe. Well, for me, like I'm I'm always someone that just believed I'm just going to meet someone in a more divine or in in a way that I was just going to be going about my life. And it somehow is going to be brought to me. Isn't that what we're all craving, though? That is what we're ultimately, all ultimately, we we all we will we're all hoping that it's it's more of a experience where it's a it's natural and it flows and it was like brought to us for. A but purpose. if these people don't man up, it will never happen because they're hiding. It's called hiding, <laughs> or just and it, staring and willing just, them to them, like my my Wally's my Wally thing just stand there and will the woman to me no it doesn't work like that dude. like get some balls don't make me do it and it's it's terrible and it's terrible to say these things because like the whole man up grow some balls thing I mean that's that's it's not really the nicest way to say it but at the same time you can't be too PC when things get so skewed but this is what I love about men though all in all most men can take it on the chin this is why I love my male friendships because I can say things like that and they'll get it and they'll get it and they're not going to go cry in their corner crying out of their heart chakras they're going to (laughs) go crying you know what you can cry your heart chakras you just cry in your heart chakra in your own way together 10 minutes and then run up again (laughs) well I mean I I I personally like I, I want someone to be able to um be in that space with me but it has to be like when we're really in that in that relationship and, and when we're we're ready to dive there together but uh, again, not time and space time, time and time space. again time and space if, if we're on the first date <laughs> and you're over there doing some belly dancing and talking about your heart chakra and crying. you know <laughs> crying, crying crying about and, the plight of the universe and, and exactly which you it's know nice we're all we're, we're at this and we're so the- complicated as this goes on i'm thinking poor men they're just like what the fuck does she want I, what do we <laughs> she want? tells me she wants a new age sensitive guy and then i cry and she tells me it's it, it turns her off no we, um, we, we want someone who's sensitive but, but okay go into your feminine energy heal the stuff that you've had to have healed from your life that is great that will in yeah. and make you a better man because you will be able to understand the feminine of the world You'll be able to connect with the earth more, with women more, with your mom more, and have appreciate. And it's called appreciation. Appreciation yeah. is what makes you really see the world differently. For sure. So we, we want you to go into those spaces of your own heart, but we don't want you to stay there. Don't live there. Don't, don't live, live there. there. That's we're, not where you're supposed to live. That's why we're here. That's You've why we're got, here. <laughs> absolutely. You know, you're, and, and that's what I'm noticing too right now. And like a, another topic, obviously one day is like the, you know, the balancing of your chakras or whatever, which some people mm-hmm. may have no idea about, but I'm noticing a lot of the new age men are very much in the higher chakras. They're very spiritual. They're enlightened, but they're not grounded on planet earth. So they're really losing touch with their body and mm-hmm. who they are and their ability to provide their ability to take care. So for me, when I see a man that's highly overly sensitive, I just see a man that's not balanced. Same as if I see a man that's overly like just, you know, kind of a brute and has no respect for the like the divine. He's, on, he's on the lower chakras. He's, he's down on in the lower base. chakras. Yeah. And so you need to do the work. And that's where the healing comes into play. And this comes both for both men and women. You know, when you've balanced that energy, then you then you're a whole solid person and you have something of substance to offer someone. And I think that's what, you know, women today who who ha- are doing the work and I have a ton of girlfriends who are amazing women who've done the work and they're well balanced and they're like, okay, so what's out here? And they're noticing there's only 
left or right brute and overly sensitive new age man where <laughs> that makes he makes a great friend i can talk to him about you know the universe but i don't i don't want a relationship with him because i feel then like my masculine energy is going to have to take over for where he lacks i've been i've i've been with some men like that in my life where me too um especially in my younger 20s when i was living out west and i met these uh spiritual men and and we had very enlightening conversations and they were very sweet but in, in the end I would just see them more as a, a friend and I, I couldn't really get into my femininity and that juiciness like there was no real sexual pull to them either it was just it's not sexy it's it wasn't sexy for me and then and then and then I was like okay I'm over this so maybe I'll just start dating. And I was being pr- more pursued by men that were very grounded. You know, they were, they never really were into spirituality or talking about yeah. God or, or the universe. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll let you just go for a man that's like super grounded and, 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 uh, it's just all about work and, you know, the material Which doesn't work either. Right. Which for me doesn't work either because I'm someone who likes to speak about higher philosophies and other things yeah. going on in the world. So so then, so then I would lay, you know, lay with them and I would just look at them and, and the conversation would be lacking, you know, they, yes. they would think I'm strange because I'm speaking about things they don't even and then, understand. Then we're bored. And, and then, then and then, bored. and then we get bored. Yeah. So, you know, again, it comes back to these expectations. Like, is, is there someone that's going to be out there that could fulfill, um, on these, mul- in these multiple ways for us? I do believe, I, I do believe it exists and I've encountered men who have the the masculine and the feminine energies flowing properly and it is mm. it is well balanced but I think you know we're, we're getting to 48 minutes or whatever maybe we should kind of you know wrap up with what we think uh, it, our, our final thought on what we're craving and why and what a man can do to kind of figure that out for himself to be a better catch and attract better women of substance to him I would leave it with this three quarters of you needs to be very masculine. That kind of old school energy, you know, where you spend Courting. time focusing on court a woman, focus yeah. on her, find out who she is. And if you genuinely like who she is and you're attracted to her, you know, ask some real questions about who she is, what she wants, make sure it's in alignment with you. And then if mm-hmm. it is, the investment becomes worth it. You don't mind going out and taking her to dinner and taking the masculine energy of, you know what, I'm going to pay because as a dude, I feel comfortable doing that. And she's worth it because I already know I like her. She's of substance. Then the quarter of you that needs to be in your feminine energy is the part where you can relate to the things that matter to her on a sensitive, deeper level. It's the part of you that needs to stay in that quarter of femininity is where the healing work goes to, where you go back to fixing childhood traumas, working through, you know, past things that have hurt you that have maybe stunted your growth. And instead of, you know, hitting the bottle, gambling, casual sex, you get in touch with that feminine side where you allow yourself to heal. You allow yourself to cry in a space place, whether that's in therapy or with her, which Mm -hmm. a lot of men do a lot of healing in relationships because it's the first place they feel like they can cry. And that's beautiful. But get back to the masculine energy three quarters of the time because a straight woman a feminine woman is mm-hmm. craving a strong masculine man who has that nicely balanced, just like us women are trying to balance our independence. And not, and not be overly people. emotional. Like that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like men don't want a woman who's like overly emotional all the time either. Because then she's a basket case. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right? the, that's the work for the woman. That's the for work. Sure. That was a lot of the work in my own life is, is, you know, to, um, 
to balance my my own emotional self and to use more of my logic and my reasoning and not yeah. not just and not just be in my heart because I'm a very heart centered person and like my whole life I've I've lived uh, in my heart and a lot of my emotions and some choices with some people weren't very smart because it's you know when you're very just heart based yeah um you, you're not you're not making those decisions from from that that space also with your head so so there so the work is on both sides for sure without a doubt but that's what I mean if you've done the work then we're craving a man who's done the work as well right because we're doing the work absolutely absolutely. there's no way that once you've done all this work that you're just gonna want to settle for someone who's who's doesn't want to go there with you or hasn't at least tried to themselves it's Mm -hmm. it just you can't you really can't no so what's the last thing? What what word of advice do you have to 2018 men who's confused between who's confused oh about how to be an alpha male and how to how to do that masculine energy? Actually, um, how about you? T- you finish off with what you think an alpha male is or what it needs to be today, because we didn't really use that word, and I think alpha has a different kind of meaning for a lot of people. Some people see it as it's too too much masculine energy. Some women see it as a good energy. But what do you think? an alpha male should be doing today in 2018? Well, I think alpha male people, most people's perceptions, oh, he's an alpha male. He has a, a sports car. He has a mansion. He's making a million dollars. He's fucking a new girl every night. <laughs> and, he's <laughs> cute, and he's in his ego, right? And he's in his ego, just in yeah. his ego. Yeah. You know, a lot of men, most of the time, most of them are in their egos because um, they have to be. But I think a lot, you know, our, especially American society, super ego, you know, very much ego based. So I think the alpha male, again, that's what the perception of most people have of it when you say that term, but uh, a true man, I don't even know, whatever, or alpha, quote unquote, alpha male is just someone who knows what he wants. Point blank. Like they know themselves. Yes. They know who they are. And not, not from what their parents told them, not from what society told them, not from what, uh, you know, school told them. It's, it's, it's really someone who's in touch with themselves and is not afraid take, to take risks. Yeah. Because all of life is a risk. He's not afraid to go after the woman he wants. He's not afraid. Courage. Courage. Have courage. courage. We want to see Very men out of courage. That is Very sexy. sexy. It's sexier for men out of courage to truly go after yeah. what sets his heart and soul on fire. Not, right. Not, and then not, hopefully... You're in that you're in that vicinity too, where he's not just like, okay, I go after what I want, including her, and that's very sexy. That is very sexy, and I think you have to define your own life. Mm-hmm. What you know, you have to really, you know, a man that has a vision, that is what's alpha, and like we said, their own vision, their own personal vision. That could be someone who's like, I just want to live on a farm and have a freaking horse, or or someone maybe sure. they do want. The sports car, but as yeah, long as it doesn't truly, matter what it is. As long as, as long it's truly coming true from yourself. their true self, as long as it's coming yeah. from them, that's that's what an alpha authentic, male is. Authentic, authentic, authentic. Good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. All right. On that note, gents, <laughs> <laughs> help some ladies out over here. We're shriveling up. <laughs> oh, well, and men out if you're aware of this you're supposed to do the work and help other men because yeah. that's yeah. you know everyone is everyone's struggling right now I think maybe so. I think you know I'd like to do a future podcast if, if we're if we're 
so inclined to keep going uh, where we get a male perspective where I think we I'd love to talk to somebody who is a little bit more new age sensitive and and how he came about there and how he feels that works for him. And then the guy who has who isn't in touch with the feminine side as well and how that's working for him. I think that would be really interesting because really you kind of have those two two sides are dominant and it's very rare to find the man who's got it right packed in the middle. Like that man who does have it in the middle. Watch out. He's going to yeah. have a very easy time getting ladies in this day and age. And I, and I know, I know a handful of them. I do know a handful of them. And I'm like, yeah, you've got, you've got something special and it's rare. They did, they did the work. They did the they work. Did, they did the work. Yep. And it's very, very cool. It is. It, and those men should probably be teaching a few things too. Just like us. You know, if you've done the work as a woman, as a man, you're supposed to be a teacher and a leader. That's the purpose. So, yeah. All right. All right, my love. Okay. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.